0: Welcome in to We Talk Facts with nine-year NBA veteran and Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion Lester Johnson talking and taking names in sports and day-to-day living Sit back, relax, and join the show with nine-year NBA vet and Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer Eric Strickland and two-time Nebraska football national champion, Cluster Johnson. Here we are with another opportunity to tap in with some We Talk Facts. WTF Eastrick here. Harrison Arms on the ones and the twos. Cluster Johnson is about to walk through the door. Got caught in a little bit of traffic on the way over here. We're going to get into it today. Talk a little bit about... Whether or not we feel that college football is America's game, as the NFL would try to allude to it being that the case. Here he is running through the door. Right when we're getting it started. I see you, my boy. <laughs> uh, I see you. Man, you, you look like you ran a 100-yard dash. I don't we know. Were we are just trying to figure it out that. on the break. We were just trying to figure out what the heck is going on. It's a lot. It's a lot popping. If you know what's going on in Lincoln, hit us on the uh, Sutterhament text line, line 402-464-5685. There's something going on in Lincoln tonight, and uh, Cluster got caught in the mix. Man. <laughs> you made it, though, my boy. I'm here. I'm right here. Hey, what are we going to get into today, man? I think, is, um, I think it's, a, it's a good topic of discussion. It's, it's an engaging topic. It's definitely one that we're going to talk some facts about it, but we're going to also consider that it's, it's some opinions, it's some thoughts. Some may feel one way about it and others may feel a different way about it. But whether or not college football is America's sport of the day, I have some thoughts on it. I may have a little pushback on it. The NFL and the shield would believe that they are the uh, one and only America's sport. The Cowboys mm. would say that they're America's team, but doggone it. Jim Harbaugh came out and said, we're America's team. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the word came down on Michigan. Is it cap? It might be cap. It might be a little cap. We'll see. we'll see. The word has come down on Michigan as far as, uh, what the penalties are going to be. Uh, the NCAA has also spoken. Uh, the Big Ten has also spoken. They have relinquished their uh, fight to uh, get it uh, lifted as far as the uh, suspension is concerned. Is it relevant? Is it not? But at the end of the day, whether you feel that way or not, we want to talk to you about it, 402-464-5685, or you can hit us on the stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and X. So yeah, listen, real quick here. we yeah, just want to get to these before we get too deep into it, because we do have some answers from the text line on what's going on oh, in nice. Lincoln, uh, the Trans-Siberia Orchestra at Pinnacle. Uh, so there that's, it is. that's what's going on. And uh, we also have another unknown texter going, let's freaking go. I'm finally listening to WTF. So it's hey, great to get listening. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's oh, go. Raise the root. Let's get to it. Sebo, how are you, man? I saw you at the Big Red Brunch today, man. It, Listen, you got a chance to share. Sit down with some of your fellow uh, members of national championship team and and have some discussion. It was good to hear your stories. And there were stories that I didn't even know that really enlightened me. You know, what was your initial take? Great
1: turnout as well. My initial take was when you get a group of great athletes in the room, it's just too many stories to tell. Like, we would love to get in depth. It's it's just – there's so many stories on top of stories connected to this story, connected to that story. And when I heard some of the fellas talk, it's like, ooh, I wanted to chime in and just add something to it, you know, especially with you and I, because we go way back yeah. to 14, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, young men. And it's like, we, it's just so much, and people don't understand the connections. And the gentlemen that were in the room today, we're now 48, 49, 50. Yeah. We met each other when we were 18. Yeah, young men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so trying to figure out who we are. As, as men, it's like a time warp yeah. when we get into the room, the look. like It's like, man, when I see these guys, I want everybody to understand something. And Eric can identify with this. Mm-hmm. When you go to, I don't even care what kind of university you go to. You play football, basketball. You You play for an extended period of time, four or five years. That is... You go through a lot you go through a lot as young men as young adults and we have so many shared experience up up down you know a lot of downtime see people see the glory on TV but they don't see mm-hmm. a lot of the behind the scenes things that go on that that really kind of molded you and made you who you were mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm
1: the crowd and the fans generally just got to see us in the arena. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. man, when we get together, a lot of times it's not even about the football game. It's not about the football game. It's like, remember that time?
0: <laughs> hey, What's those the stories, number? Those, hey, hey, those, see, if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> but too many, stories. too many stories. That's good, man. Harrison, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll see what happens here this weekend. But we're at that sweet spot. The NBA. You guys know I'm NBA fans. Mm. A lot of people talk about the NBA being boring early on. It's it's kind of feisty right exciting. now. Yeah, mm. it's been real chippy as a Draymond. Like, what he, yeah, <laughs> choking people. He he thinks he's in the UFC out here. Dame Lillard, uh, uh, he's rear, making an impact, naked choking uh, people. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But let's 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 jump into this subject real quick. Um, and here's here's the thing, man, when, when you think about it right now, we find that in Ann Arbor in Michigan, they're at the epicenter of everything right now. The eyes, the microscope, things is on it. This is a shifting period. But here's why some would say or they would consider that football at the college level is America's sport because of it, it, it's a unique experience. And if you don't really involve yourself in it, you may not be able to understand it to this level. But like we had a game at 11 o'clock last week here against Maryland and the people were set up. So to do the setups, you have to be there at six, seven in the morning, getting your tent ready, you know, starting up the grill. Uh, people get to come together. You crack open a beer or two. You get to hang out with friends. Real. People that come from all over different mm. warms, different parts of the state. They come together. Now, this don't just happen in Nebraska. This is everywhere. And this is why you 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 know there's two parts to I think college football being what America's game, and it's so special because I think it brings people together in a different way than 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 any any sports. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It 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 unites people under a banner, Mm -hmm. even though they may have differences, whether it be political, whether it be you know issues. Uh, they're Social fighting. Social, economic. Yeah, whatever the case may be. They're fighting for the same cause yeah. and then they're doing it with a with a hot dog or runza or whatever the case may
1: be. Can I add? Yeah. I'm going to agree with everything you said. Yeah. I'm just going to add on top of that. Break it. The reason why I, I'm going to say that I feel that football is America's sport along with college being at the top. You got 131 D1 schools and then you... You break it down to FCS, D two, NAIA. I mean, it just it goes all the way. D3, then you break it to conferences. Conferences. It's it's so many schools and so many fans that are not even really fans of pro sports, but they are a fan of their college. See, mm-hmm. there's a link to the to the teams. There's usually college a, a, a college deep-rooted. link to mm-hmm. the football team, a right? Which, one too. which which adds to it. And then let me add this. Are there any college? Are there there any pro football teams that can seat over 100,000 fans? Right? 90,000, 80,000. Like you'll get it during the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But typically, every Saturday, I mean, when you look at Neyland Stadium, you look at Ohio State, you look at Penn State, I mean, these stadiums are getting 100,000 plus. No doubt. You know, and, and, I don't see there's a lot of pro teams I see where you're gonna see some holes, you know. Like you have your hardcore Dallas Cowboy fans, your Packer fans, where those stadiums are always gonna be packed, but it's nothing like college football, man. Would you Telling would you. you would you look at it and,
0: and those who are listening also, we'd love to hear from you as well on on any of the platforms if you're if you're chiming in. But here here's the thing when you look at the sport in itself, right, would you say there's more fair weathering on the NFL side of things? But it it seems to me that on the college side of things, it's ride or die as opposed. Like I said, you have your (laughs) heavy
1: Depends on the team. It depends on the team. Depends on the team. Okay. Because Dallas is deep-rooted. Philly maybe too? Philly deep-rooted. Yeah, yeah. Packers deep rooted. Mm -hmm. I think there are more deep rooted college teams though than pro. Like some of these, I think that
0: goes from the time that they're grown up
1: kids, grandparents. Like
0: the the gap is huge.
1: The expansion teams I've seen be more fair weather, like Mm -hmm. Jacksonville. Uh uh, You you know some of some of those teams. uh, uh, So you got Jacksonville, Carolina, uh, maybe Carolina. Like some of those teams mm. like if if they have a Super Bowl caliber team, it seems like they get the fans out, but uh, more than often, I see the I look at those games and there's you can you can walk up to the stadium and get a ticket, yeah, you know what I'm saying No doubt. No so doubt. but anyway, college, but there are a few teams in college that are like that too though, like for instance, Miami,, mm.
0: very fair weather. My, anything in Miami's fair weather
1: yeah my, my. would you say USC fits that category too USC? UCLA, mm-hmm. they they both, those are huge metropolitan areas where there's other, other to things to do going on. They don't want to deal with a loser, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen them, Miami Heat games
0: where there'd be hardly anybody in that. Game. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I think they're a victim of of location. And and I think what ends up happening too is when when you have transient cities like for example Atlanta, mm-hmm. where a lot of Atlanta. People are not necessarily from Atlanta. Correct. So, you you know, I, I remember when I played with the Knicks class, um, we would go and play the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. And we literally would have more Knicks fans in there because there's a lot of people that would come down from New York and live in Atlanta. Right. And there would be more Knicks fans <laughs> in the stadium than doggone Atlanta Hawks facts. I and, and so, therefore, I think there's there's some of that to add to that depending on cities, locations, so forth and so on. Because right. then you got a team like Tennessee where it's in Knoxville. I mean, uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Now you have the Titans. But I venture to say that there are probably more Tennessee Vol fans than actually Tennessee Titans, even Absolutely.
1: though they're you know in the same location. I'm, I'm going to have to respectfully agree with you on that one. Um, again... <laughs> There's nothing like a college football Saturday, man. No I'm doubt. telling you. No uh, doubt. Just across the nation, it's just so exciting to see all the different highlights. I mean, when you look at, I mean, especially when you look at the SEC. I mean, the SEC, I hate to say it. They, I mean, they just maybe, they're just a notch above in regards to the type of football being played at the top and fan base. I mean, th- those fan bases are crazy because I used to listen to the Paul Feinbaum show. Don't get me wrong. You're gonna see fighting. You're gonna see fighting in, in yeah, pro yeah, stadiums. Yeah. mainly pro stadiums. No question. Due to the alcohol,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they because those are hardcore. You know, alcohol abusers in, in those <laughs> professional stadiums. But college football generally, you don't. They, they don't. They don't. You don't see that part too much. Uh, I mean. You, you will see some stuff, but, but... Depends on the rivalry, too. Depends on the rivalry. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Like,
0: yeah. I can imagine what it's like in, like, a bedlam. Yeah. You know, when, when Okie State and o- o- Oklahoma would yeah. get together. You can... Right. You know, even when you get Texas and Oklahoma. Texas, Oklahoma. You know, the, the, you know down at the Cotton Bowl yeah. or whatever, man. It, it gets... You know, Auburn, Alabama. USC, UCLA. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: there's some really strong Probably rivalries.
0: Probably gets rowdy. Michigan, Ohio State, strong rivalry. For sure. For sure. Now, here's the thing, though. here Here's one of Harrison, I'm going to throw this at you, right? So, college football, in a sense, right? And here's where I think it looks very much like America, right? Because in college football, it can be messy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It can be chaotic. You can have some gossip. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of talk, underhanded talk, you know, whatever the case may be. Turp, and it, it can be some scandals involved in there. You go with what's going on in Michigan and there's they're, they're not the only scandal, you know, yeah, there's a Michigan State, Northwest, you know, what I'm I saying mean, Big there's, other stuff. Heat this year. there's a lot of stuff going on. Right. And so when you look at it from that stand for uh, standpoint, that's what America looks like right now, too. Yeah. A little you feel a little shady about up top, but <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's really funky right now uh. because I think it encompasses every aspect of American life where you, you've you got politics, where there's, you know, some frustrations d- depending on where you stand.
1: You, you know, I, I I thought that once NIL came, where they could start to pay players, and it seemed like the NCAA has has kind of loosened up on the ability for the athlete to to receive funds and and market off of who they are as people. I thought that the scandal would go down, like like remember the old uh, uh, Southwest Conference when. Um, uh, SMU. SMU went through. Yeah, with Dickerson the whole and. Um, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, what can possibly be the scandal now when you can actually go out and pay players and and they can benefit from their image? Yeah. And I, I just, I didn't see this one coming. Yeah, I, one. The- I, I, I did not. I did not see this Michigan thing coming. I didn't see this Northwestern thing mm-hmm. coming. I, I didn't see that coming at all.
0: And so here, here, let's just quickly delve into that because um, he's been slapped with a three-game suspension. Uh, he can't be on the sidelines. He's retracted their their you know uh, arbitration or whatever the case may be against the uh, the the conference or the league as far as the penalties are concerned. I think what ends up happening is it's it, it can be a two-way street. Either there's more that is not yet has not yet been unearthed or exposed. Um, there's some things that could be going on with the scallions guy that goes beyond uh, the this scope that right now, because of Michigan's place and position that it probably won't come out until probably the summer. And, and so with that in mind, I think the beauty of what college football is and why it's even going to a higher peaks and higher levels is I think it's good for the expansion of the 12 team. I think it's going to provide even a higher level of intensity and focus and fanfare than than it's had in a long time. Because here's what you're seeing. You're seeing that starting to encompass itself in the NBA right now with them trying to implement the in-season tournament. They're trying to provide this intensity earlier on in the season and so you're getting a little bit more you know feistiness out of it um, because you've seen the downfall of like the all-Star games like they're not even interesting to attend anymore the NFL Pro Bowl so they're losing those fans there, but that intensity at the end of things outside of the Super Bowl and maybe mm-hmm. the, the NBA playoffs there there's there's nothing much there, mm-hmm. but those bowl games they're just as intense and just as focused and each week there's something that is put into the game or it's always uh, if you win or lose, it can be costly to down the road type of aspects of of your team or your program.
1: What I see what's going on. I love what everything you said, but what I see what's going on is everybody is looking for an edge. Ooh. Okay.
0: Ooh. So this goes back to the coaching thing because there's a lot of money. There's listen, a lot of money involved right now. So. Listen,
1: everybody is looking for an edge. Now, Deion Sanders and what he's done at Colorado has sparked something. Mm-hmm. In what year. way? Well, obviously, he's learned how to use social media. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. Know, a lot of these old school coaches have not seen that. And now they're looking at what, what, what appeals to the kids? What's going to get me the best athlete across the country? So they're looking at everything. They're hiring social media. Um, uh, like you know, like you know, like well-off you know, media, like what they do. People and who, who I mean, stay because, next to the program. Because listen, listen, I, I don't care what you say. I, I just saw Shador have a boot on his uh, Rolls-Royce Cullinan, okay? Yeah. Did you not see? I saw it. <laughs> Did y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. And I saw a banner go by with Shador Sanders making $4.8 million this year, right? That's crazy. And I also saw at Colorado, there are about three or four kids that are making well over a million dollars. Right. So right now I feel like it's the wild, wild West. Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking for an edge because college football is big business, baby. It is big business. And these coaches, I, I mean, now you got Texas A and M about to jump into the mix on Dion. It's gonna happen, and I don't think Dion's gonna go. Why but. would you?
0: Like that? The way I'm looking at it, Class, I like where you're going, mm-hmm. but the way I'm looking at that is, if I'm Dion, right? I I believe personally that there's more parity and more opportunity for me to. Dominate
1: the Big 12, 12 as opposed to going to the SEC. And Let me bring it home. Let me bring it home. Bring it home
0: because we're going to take a break.
1: An edge. Everybody has kind of looked at what Dion's done. And the people are going to take from that. Okay. So people are pushing the edges a little bit. Pushing the edges to get the best. And the NCAA, I feel they're going to have to buckle down on some of the parameters of what people are going to be able to do. Because again, like I said, it all go back to the wow was. People are playing in the gray areas.
0: It's tough to put
1: that toothpaste back in the. Once you squeeze that toothpaste, that thing come out. People are playing in the gray areas. Okay, wait a minute. This hasn't been yeah. ruled on. This hasn't been ruled on. So I'm gonna go over here yeah. and use this here and use that there. So I, I think what you're seeing at Michigan, you're seeing a little bit of that. Uh, you know, th- there's stuff that hasn't come out at other schools that it probably will. So, uh, I think a lot of things are going to transpire here over the next couple of years. Dion's going to probably get offered uh, double his salary. It's really hard to turn that down. People always go, well, you don't need the money. Have you ever met a rich person who don't want more money? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, that's not an excuse. Yeah.
0: I mean, that would be like us telling Jeff Bezos to just relinquish Amazon because... You, you know, don't need I, the money. He don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, freaking, that's ludicrous, and that's a fact right, right. there. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk Huskers. The Huskers got they, they, they got a lifeline. They've got two opportunities. Hopefully, they'll uh, hit big bucks with no whammies. Doggone it, when they go out to Madison to face <laughs> the Badgers of Wisconsin. We'll talk about it when we come back right here on the Nine-game
1: loser streak. We'll see.